What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey IDP Army, ever think about making your own podcast? Let me tell you about Anchor. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. And you can make some money with your podcast too, with no minimum listenership. It's got everything that you need to make a podcast all in one place. So what are you waiting for IDP Army? Download the free Anchor app and go to anchor.fm to get started today. Welcome to Defense Matters, where we are talking mostly IDP, all fantasy football. What's up, guys? It's your man, Jordan Reigns, at 50 Shades of Drunk on Twitter, here for another episode of Defense Matters. Like I said, uh, today we're going to be going over week five IDP rankings and some, you know, some news, kind of check in on how the season's going, stuff like that. Uh, be sure to uh, rank and re- rate and review, rate five stars, uh, leave a little review. Would really appreciate that. I actually have a review I'm going to read here really quick. Um, so it says, good stuff. You can't find it. You can find a typical offensive fantasy podcast, but this is one of the most knowledgeable podcasts for IDP. The Mike Tags of IDP. Uh, really appreciate that. That came in from Joey K4231 on Apple Podcasts. So I appreciate that, man. That means a lot. I'm happy to be here pumping out some good content for you guys. Hopefully you are doing well this season um you know at least hopefully nobody's owned four if you are don't give up keep fighting you know it you know we're only a quarter of the way through the season um which you know we do kind of have some trends we do have some information now so hopefully we're going to be able to you know adjust and be able to make some actionable moves for the rest of the season <clears throat> um guys so today was actually i just finished up recording uh the first episode of the show in my defense that's going to be a youtube show on the dynasty nerds uh id or youtube channel so that should drop tomorrow, I believe. <clears throat> and to go along with that first episode, my uh, quarter IDP snapshot quarterly report article is going to be dropping tomorrow on Dynasty Nerds 2. That's just kind of like a, a review of how the first four uh, weeks of the season went. The YouTube show kind of goes along with it, goes a little bit more in depth as well. So check that out. Those should be out tomorrow, <clears throat> October the 8th. And yeah, so 
Going to go ahead and do a little bit of housekeeping stuff. So as usual, I'm going to go over the top scores from the previous week. So in week th- uh, week four, the top scores uh, at each position this last week, uh, Zadarius Smith finished uh, number one at defensive line, six solos, four tackles for loss, five quarterback hits, three sacks, two assists for a monstrous 45 points. That is the biggest uh, IDP week so far this season in IDP 1-2-3 scoring. Uh, by a good bit, so good for him. Uh, and he did that on Monday night, so he he got some people some late 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 in the week victories. So I'm happy for anyone that got a little bit of that action, and he helped me uh, push through for a win too in the league. So that was a good feeling. Before that, uh, Bradley Chubb was coming up, coming in hot. He was holding out on Monday all the way through the Sunday games at 32 points, but he just couldn't hold up to Zadarius. So uh, who did hold up all week though was Josie Jewell from the Thursday night game. Uh, Josie Jewell, thirty or had a <clears throat> excuse me, eight solos, two tackles for a loss, two sacks, two assists, two quarterback hits. Uh, had a grand total of uh, thirty-two, thirty-nine points. So he had a pretty big game himself. Um, so those, if you had either of those two guys this week, they really helped you out. And then Pierre Desir ended out the week with the defensive back uh, scorer of the week. He had, I believe, something like eight or nine solos. Let me see here. Uh, eight so seven solos, eight total tackles. He had two interceptions, a couple of pass deflections. So, and you know he got return yards for that too. So he uh, he had a monster day. I think he had a touchdown as well. So he came through. So those were the three top scorers from week four in IDP one two three scoring leaders for the week. And we will move on to the next bit. Some more news. Um, so I told you guys last week that my rankings have you know on Fantasy Pros just been going just okay, not great. Um. But this week, I'm happy to say I was the number one IDP ranker for week four. So that was a pretty cool feeling to look at that this morning while I was drinking my coffee. Um, So I'm pretty proud of that. And uh, yeah, I appreciate all you guys listening and tuning in and taking my advice. Sometimes it's right. Only once in the past uh, four weeks, you know, have I hit number one. But hopefully we can go back to back. That would be pretty cool. And uh, yeah, we'll see how that goes this week. Uh, we'll get to the rankings in just a second. A couple of things I wanted to harp on uh, since we are a quarter of the way through the season. Um, you know, we have a few guys that are kind of coming up out of nowhere. It feels like Trey Hendrickson, um, Kerry Hyder. These guys are quickly becoming uh, every week plays for your IDP fantasy football teams. So make sure that they're not on your waiver wires. If you're on a, an appropriately sized league, you do not want to be the guy that gets uh gets left behind with those guys. Kerry Hyder is actually in the top 15 right now, and so is Kendrickson. So go get those guys. They're having a lot of success where some other guys are not. Um, Blake Martinez through week four is the number one linebacker on the year. Interestingly enough, uh, a guy that I talk about, I used to talk about a lot on my other show, the IDP 411, which another announcement, guys, I am no longer uh, being a co-host on the IDP 411 right now. I'm taking a step back from that, focusing on defense matters. So that's where you'll find me is here on this show. I'll be doing pretty much everything, all my content here or on the Nerds channel. So um, I'm circling back. Deion Jones, guy we've you know been off of for over a year. Um, he had one good season in 2017 where he finished like linebacker six, I believe. That same year, Blake Martinez finished at linebacker five. Since then, Blake Martinez has finished top five uh, in 2018. and 2019, he finished in the top 10. The same year, then 2017, he was a top five guy. Deion Jones wasn't even a top five guy when he was at his best. It's, I'm just, it's, it's important for you guys to know and understand that Deion Jones is past whatever you thought he was. <clears throat> um, 
He's a low-end linebacker, too, at this point. Look at a guy like Blake Martinez and how little accolades he gets, how little propping up he gets, how often he's passed over in the conversation when you're talking about a top linebacker. The guy is rolling in on year four, you know, of being a linebacker one, and not just a linebacker one, an elite linebacker one, like a top guy. Um, and it's just it's just so goofy to hear people still try and prop up Deion Jones. It's like he's just not the same guy. And why would you waste your breath and energy talking about this guy when there are other guys, you know, you could be talking about? Um, and Blake Martinez is a guy that doesn't get talked about enough. I'm going to be talking about him a lot the rest of the season because in my eyes, he has all the upside in the world to finish as linebacker one right now. Um, we have, you know, Darius Leonard just went out with an injury this week. He has a groin injury. He missed uh, most of that game this past week. <clears throat> Christian Kirksey went out with a shoulder injury. He's on IR. He'll be back in a few weeks, maybe. Um, Matt Milano got hurt. He's missing a couple of weeks. It looks like he won't be in the rankings. Um, you know, just, just guys are dropping like flies. And you know who doesn't drop? Blake Martinez. You know who gets 140 tackles plus every season? Blake Martinez. You know who's a top 10 linebacker every year and a top five linebacker most year? Blake Martinez. So it's just, I thought it was fun to, interesting to point out that Deion Jones, who I know people in the IDP community had well within their top 10. And I know the season's not over either. I mean, I get that. But he's linebacker 39. And that's, I mean, it is what it is at this point. You've got a quarter of the way through the season. It's not like this defense is not on the field enough time for him to, uh, to, to, to produce i see him missing tackles i see him missing assignments on the field it's just not pretty <clears throat> so hopefully if you listen to me for the past year you've moved on from him and we are on that blake martinez over here y'all so choo 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 let's do this um any more notes i got here nick Wikowski was back in this week that was good see played the majority of the snaps uh Buda baker should be back off the injury this week that's good we don't know about jamal adams yet so you'll want to monitor that. Don't know about Jabril Peppers yet. You'll want to monitor that. Check the rankings. They will be updated uh, every day between now and Sunday, probably. Um, that's on IDPArmy.com. That will be in the comments below this on YouTube. And I'll also put it in the description on the uh, podcast uh, channel or feed, whatever. So um, duh, 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 duh. Uh, last little bits, guys, you need to be thinking about picking up as well on the defensive backside. Josh Jones needs to be rostered. Nasir Adderley. He hasn't produced necessarily, but he's still playing 100% of snaps. He needs to be rostered right now. <clears throat> um, Andrew Wingard of uh, Jacksonville, free safety, he needs to be rostered right now, but I'm not sure when or if Gerard Wilson's coming back. I assume it's going to be pretty soon. Um, I know he went on IR, so we'll just have to kind of monitor that and see how that goes. So I think that is all of the news I have and all of the kind of just like quick notes. Um, like I said, go check out the In My Defense YouTube video, which will be on the Dynasty Nerds channel. There, I did another show just before this. It's like an hour long. Go kind of diving into the first quarter of the season overall with some, um, you know, just some thoughts and some some notes on guys that are doing well, not performing, leaderboards, all that stuff. So check that out. Not sure if that's going to be available in a pod form or not, but if it is, I will let you guys know soon how to get a hold of that. So. Without further ado, let's jump into the rankings. As always, we'll start with defensive line. And this week, number one defensive lineman. Again, these are always going to be catered to sleeper. If you play on a different platform, you should know your player's designations and adjust in your own head and through your own your own context and through your own leagues. But um, TJ Watt, number one. Miles Garrett, number two. Alden Smith, number three. Aaron Donald coming in at number four. J.J. Watt coming in at number five. Uh, Joey Bosa at number six. Shaq Barrett, 7, Jason Pierre-Paul, 8, Yannick Ngakwe at 9, Chris Jones at 10, Josh Allen at 11, and then Grady Jarrett 
coming in at a hot 12. So um, really just want to highlight number one, TJ Watt missed last week. Um, he's still finishing right now, guys, on the leaderboards for defensive linemen. He's a top five guy and he's missed a week. Uh, he's going to finish the season as a smash play every week. He's basically the number one defensive lineman left on the board because, I mean, we're looking like Daniel Hunter's not going to come back from IR. Um, you know, Aaron Donald's Aaron Donald, and that's awesome. But I just think TJ Watt has more upside this season, honestly. Uh, Joey Bosa, we know he doesn't do a lot of the extras and the impact plays. We've already seen TJ Watt have multiple pass deflections, an interception, a forced fumble. I mean, he does it all. So he's my number one guy this week going and playing Philly. Um, Philly's line's banged up. Carson Wentz is garbage. So he should feast. Carson Wentz is going to be so scared. Even if he doesn't get these sacks, other guys are going to get interceptions. I mean, shit's just going to go sideways for the Eagles the second they step on the field. Miles um, Garrett, two weeks in a row with a strip sack. He has. He's the only other guy I really think could honestly, through full 16 games, challenge TJ Watt right now. Um, so you know what he is. You know what he does. He's got a pretty good matchup this week, I believe. Let me double check. Who is he playing? Um, Miles Garrett's playing Indy, so not a great, great matchup actually, but he's still Miles Garrett, and I think that he's going to find success. I mean, I've seen Nelson, um, Quentin Nelson, and some of those other guys in that line not look good. If anyone's going to make them not look good, it's going to be a solid defensive line like uh, the Browns have. Sheldon Sheldon Richardson's playing really well right now, and Miles Garrett's playing out of his mind as per usual, leading the league in sacks right now with five. So. Um, he and Zadarius Smith are leading the league with five, I believe. So you plug him in every week as a confident number one. Alden Smith had a little bit of a down week, but I'm trusting him to bounce back against the Giants this week, playing a ton of snaps. Um, he Again, we've talked about Alden Smith. You know who he is and what he is. Right now he's tied at number two on the season with 76 points in IDP, one, two, three scoring with Miles Garrett. So you play those guys no matter what. Aaron Donald coming in at four. It's Washington's defensive line, which they're making a quarterback change. So this is going to be the first time that Kyle Allen steps onto the field this season. He's going to be up against Aaron Donald. That, that's a that's a plus matchup for Aaron Donald. Uh, J.J. Watt, I just read the reports that uh, basically the reason Bill O'Brien got fired was because J.J. Watt told him to GTFO and that he was a POS and they got into a big fight. And J.J. Watt is right. He's saying things everybody's already been saying. And Bill O'Brien just... He couldn't, I mean, you can't stand up when people start calling you out. You ain't got nothing to say. I mean, he's done though. So JJ Watt's probably feeling himself right now. He gets Jacksonville this week. He's still JJ Watt. Do not ever take him out of your lineup. Um, and he's had a good game already this season. He's had, you know, he's been producing. So I like that. He should be, he should, like I said, feeling himself this week. So sorry, Minshew. Joey Bosa, a little bit lower this week than last week, just because he's getting that New Orleans line. They are pretty good at pass uh, pass protection. So he's still Joey Bosa, but he does have this uh, injury elbow thing. So, you know, I mean, there's just other guys I would play. If these other guys were on my team, I would play them ahead of Joey Bosa right now. So that's kind of how I set up these rankings. Shaq Barrett, Jason Pierre-Paul, basically they're going to be back-to-back the rest of the season in my rankings because at any given moment, on any given week, it could be either of these guys. They're playing basically the exact same number of snaps. I think Barrett has played one or two more snaps than Jason Pierre-Paul. Uh, Shaq Barrett is the number three scorer right now in IDP 1-2-3 scoring. Um, number four at 72 points, uh, right behind uh, Alden Smith and Miles Garrett, who have a 76. So he's a top guy this season. I mean, those are just the facts. Um, he is producing not at the same rate and level as he was last year, but the points are still coming, and he's still a leader at the position. 
<clears throat> on sleeper, he's DL eligible. And even if he's not, a, you know, even in linebacker scoring right now, he's a top 10 guy and an IDP one, two, three scoring or similar. So Jason Pierre-Paul and Shaq Barrett should both be played weekly. Jason Pierre-Paul, this is the first week, this last week, he did not have a sack, I believe. He's on a three sack uh, streak. So he's, you know, he's going to be good for him. And Dominic and Sue and Vita Vey are doing a very good job on the interior of that line. So there's just pressure everywhere. And then Antoine Winfield's breathing down everyone's neck, too. So. Uh, Yannick Ngakwe comes in at nine this week. Seattle Seahawks. Russell has been sacked quite a few times this week or this season. <clears throat> and Yannick is playing more snaps than he did for Jacksonville the past two years uh, through the start of the season right now for the Vikings. So he's getting used, and we know what he is. He's an elite pass rusher. He's disruptive. He's got two forced fumbles, I believe, on the year, maybe more. Um, so, you know, when it really when you come right down to it, Yannick Ngakwe is one of the better plays right now just because you know what you get when Yannick Ngakwe is on the field. You know the kind of floor he has. He's proven that he can get some tackles. I believe he had four or five solo tackles this last year. So, you know, with that increased snap number and with less guys around him, you know, because there's, I mean, it's just Eric Kendricks and him basically right now um, and Harrison Smith on the uh, Vikings. So, Yannick Ngakwe is responsible for a little bit more, and he's handling it well. Um, so, yeah, he's got two forced fumbles on the season. So he's tied for second behind only Miles Garrett, who has three so far. Uh, Chris Jones at 10. He did not suit up on Monday night because of a hamster groin or ham. I think it was a groin. Um, he's been known to sit a game or two, but he when he comes back in and plays, you play him. Uh, Chris Jones, he gets to Las Vegas this week. <clears throat> um, I mean, when Chris Jones plays, you play him and you play him with confidence. So he's a top 10 play for me this week. Josh Allen. Um, Josh Allen, let me think here for a second. Where to even begin? Mm. So far on the season, I believe he's like defensive lineman. I tweeted it out this morning, 50-something. Not good. Um, t- tackle totals are not very high. Uh, he's getting a lot of quarterback hits, but those are just one-point plays, and he's only got two sacks on the season. However, this week, he does get to play, the again, this new-look Houston team, new, new, quarter, new head coach. So, uh, Deshaun Watson at this moment is the most sacked quarterback in the NFL. I know he's slippery, and I know in our minds when we think about Deshaun Watson, we think of a guy who's escaping the pocket and getting away from sacks. But through this season, uh, facts are the facts. Nobody's been sacked more than Deshaun Watson. He's been sacked 16 times through the first four weeks. Joe Burrow right behind him at 15. Uh, Carson Wentz at 14. Daniel Jones at 14. So those are the top four guys who get sacked a lot. Uh, this is a good game. We've seen we've seen him get right the last two weeks with a sack, not much more. I think he had 11 points this last week, and the week before I think he had 17. These aren't monster games, uh, but they are enough to keep him in your lineup Comp- with some level of confidence as a two or a flex. As how I've been playing him uh, recently, and, you know he's a low end one this week because you know again Houston is a it's a plus matchup for him and his skill set. So. That's where I got him this week. And I got Grady Jarrett at 12. He's just been a total force this season. Aside from the little ding he had two weeks ago where he left the game with an injury designation for a sec, um, he's he's been a rock solid. So you are leaving him in your lineup with confidence every week, and he should be played with confidence every week. Uh, so to go ahead and finish out my top 24, that was my top 12. I got Cam Jordan at 13, Brian Burns at 14, Sam Hubbard at 15, Calais Campbell 16, Frank Clark, 17, Cam Hayward, 18, Eric Armstead, 19, Carlos Dunlop at 20, Jonathan Allen, 21, DeForest Buckner, 22, Chase Winovich at 23, and Kerry Hyder at 24. Um, Cam Jordan, you know, it. he's had a slow start to the season. He finally got sacked this last week. 
you know, he's one of those guys. Chandler Jones, not on this list. I'm we'll get to that at the very end, but I'm moving away from Chandler Jones right now for the rest of the season. I just <clears throat> I'll just talk about it now. Um he doesn't look he looks like when he's taking a pass to the quarterback, he's taking the longest route he can find. He's not doesn't even know he's really trying to get there. Um he leads defensive linemen in the NFL right now in snaps played, and he has almost nothing to show for it. Ten tackles, a sack. Um I'm just I'm not impressed when I watch him play. I just don't see him even getting pressure. I don't he just doesn't, doesn't feel like he's even trying, honestly. It's weird. Uh maybe I'm wrong. If you guys see something different. Please let me know uh, what you're seeing. You know, hit me up on Twitter. Uh, leave comments. You know, I'm, I'm always around. Want to hear hear about that stuff. But uh, anyway, that was my aside on Chandler Jones. That's why you won't see him. He's still playing 100 percent of snaps. You can play him as a three. That's he's a boom or bust three, um, right now. And that's just kind of how I view him. It sucks to suck. Uh, Cam Jordan, like I said, he's a little bit. He has a little slow start to the season, but I still believe in Cameron Jordan. Um, he's still a great pass, which I think it's just been Hendrickson getting there a little bit quicker this week, this year so far. Uh, Chargers aren't a necessarily an elite matchup, but it's, it should be a good matchup. And Cam Jordan is at all times, you know, a top tier play in IDP. I mean, he, besides the sacks, you know, he can get past deflections on a regular basis. He can get behind the line of scrimmage for tackles for loss consistently. So just because he's not getting home on the sacks does not mean that he can't find value and put points on your team week to week. Brian Burns, uh, Brian Burns this week is pretty high. I got him at 12. He gets Atlanta or not 12. I have him at 14, I believe. Sorry, 14. He gets Atlanta. We just saw Zayari Smith ripped him apart. Um, Brian Burns has looked pretty good. He's just missed on a several sacks. I think he's going to, I think he's going to have his way with this line this week against Atlanta. We saw, like I said, Matt Ryan got beat to hell this week. Those running backs are not getting through the line of scrimmage, so there are plenty of tackle loss opportunities on Gurley, on Otto Smith, on Brian Hill, just whoever they're giving the ball to, throwing these little screens to the outside. There's tackle for loss opportunities on this team too, so Brian Burns could have a good week, I think. <clears throat> Sam Hubbard got him there. at He's taking Baltimore on. Uh, you know, it's weird. We think of Lamar Jackson, and we think of Deshaun Watson, and we think of Russell Wilson, you know, mobile quarterbacks, Josh Allen, we think, oh, these aren't the guys who are getting sacked a lot. It's just not true right now. You know, in your heads, maybe it feels like that because they escape so many brilliantly. But, I mean, Deshaun Watson, 16. Carson Wentz, been sacked 14 times. Uh, Russ Wilson and Lamar Jackson have both been sacked 11 times this year. Josh Allen's been sacked nine times. So, you know, and you got some of these pocket passers. Um, you know, Kyler being kind of the exception, he's only been sacked six. But Baker's been sacked six times. Ryan Fitzpatrick's only been sacked six times. Jared Goff's only been sacked six times. Big Ben, he missed a game, but only six times. So it's sometimes I think these uh, mobile quarterbacks are maybe getting themselves in a little more trouble. Um, that's positive for IDP, though. So maybe that's a, a narrative we can we can respin and look at differently going forward. So, again, that being said, I have Sam Hubbard pretty high this week. Uh, he's playing Lamar. Lamar's been sacked a good bit. They like to run the ball a lot. There should be tackle opportunities there for Sam Hubbard. So. He's a solid play, as he is almost every sing, every single week. Calais Campbell, <clears throat> again, that's just a flip flop. He gets to play Cincy. Uh, uh, sorry, Joe Burrow's second most sacked quarterback in the league. This might this will be a good week for this could be a big get right week for Calais Campbell. So don't sleep on the big dog, and the big man. 
So next, I said Frank Clark, Cam Hayward, Eric Armstead. You kind of know what you're getting with these guys. These are, you know, low end ish twos, mid level twos. They could have some big weeks. Eric Armstead had a big week this last week, got over 20 points. Uh, Frank Clark got a 16 17, I believe. So they had good games. Cam Hayward, he's going to get to Philly, let, you know, TJ Watt leading off the segment. Hot play. Cam Hayward should be a hot play too. Pretty much everybody on the Steelers is a hot play every week. Carlos Dunlop is here at 20. Uh, you know, kind of similar situation to Sam Hubbard. They're playing a mobile quarterback. Should be good. Uh, a little lower this week, uh, DeForest Buckner at 12. He's playing against <clears throat> Cleveland. Like I said, Baker hasn't been sacked a lot, um, and these running backs are good. This is not an Atlanta situation. So I, while I do think he's going to get the snaps, and, of course, he's always uh, he's always in the mix for a big play, I think that the opportunity for some of some the opportunity is a little bit less than it would be on any some other weeks, just because of what Cleveland has done with their offensive line this season. Um, Chase Winovich at 2023. I've been on Chase Winovich for a while. He hasn't had a blow up game. He's just been consistently good. He you can play him as a two this week. I have him as a low end two against Denver. And honestly, he's probably going to finish higher than that. If you know, if you look back later, look come back later in the week and look at these rankings on IDPArmy.com or expandboxstore.com. He might jump up higher than where he is right now. Don't be surprised if that that does happen. So, and then at twenty four, Kerry Hyder, he's a top guy right now in the league. Guys, I mean, he came in and started filling in for Nick Bosa, and he's just been solid. Um, I think he's got sixty five, seventy points, something like that. He's a top twelve DL right now, uh, quietly. Nothing flashy, nothing you know, nothing crazy, but he's consistently producing right now. So that's why you know I said at the beginning of the show, make sure he's not on your waiver wires. So. Let's move to the linebackers. So top 12 linebackers of the week. Uh, I kind of had a little spiel earlier about Blake Martinez, and Blake Martinez leads off the group again this week at number one, Jalen Smith at two, Bobby Wagner three, Demario Davis four, Devin White five, Levante David six, Roquan Smith seven, Eric Kendricks eight, Zach Cunningham nine, Joe Schobert ten, Shaq Thompson 11, and Micah Kaiser at 12. Um, like I said earlier, Bobby Wagner or Blake Martinez is basically Bob, the Bobby Wagner right now. I mean, he's that level of consistency, that level of upside the past several years. Um, and I just, I'm relying on him, you know, and you should too. He's playing Dallas. That's a good matchup right next to him. Top of the list. We got Jalen Smith. They're playing each other's teams. I think this is a week that Jalen Smith has a big play. Uh, we've seen the Giants struggle to punch it in. So there could, you know, we could see some turnovers in the red zone. I wouldn't be surprised if we see some fumbles. These running backs are not good. Uh, Jalen Smith's been taking some heat, and he kind of deserves it, not playing his best ball. So this could be a get-right game. Should be a tough game, you know, division. There should be some bad blood there, but I would, I would love to see this as a bounce back for Jalen, and I do see it that way. Um, honestly, I think he's going to have, I think he's going to have a big player too in this game. Bobby Wagner obviously is top three play every week. Uh, Demario Davis, he's. I mean, I just love DeMar, DeMar Davis brings to the field. He gets behind the line of scrimmage. He gets past deflections. Um, he's not a top five guy right now in the season so far, but if he has a couple more solid games like he has been and has a blow-up game, which he hasn't had a blow-up game yet this year, guys. He's been really good, but he has not blown up. Um, we could see him easily push into the into the top five, kind of like uh, Roquan Smith. Until this last week, nothing nothing great, just solid games, and you saw he had a monster game this last week, and now he's a top five, top six linebacker. Uh, after kind of dwindling there in like the 18, 19 range. So all it takes is that one big game, and this could be this could be it for Demario Davis. And that defense has got to step up for uh the Saints because that offense is I don't know. I, I mean, you can only rely on Alvin Kamara and Latavius Murray and <clears throat> you know, um oh what's his name? 
that little wide receiver for so long. I don't know if they get Michael Thomas back this week or not, but I think this defense is going to shoulder the shoulder the load this week. Devin Levante, David, kind of similar argument, as I said earlier, for JPP and Shaq Barrett. I'm just going to be putting them side by side in my rankings basically the rest of the season because I can't. I honestly can't tell you who's going to make the play which week and which one's not. Uh, but I can tell you that the talent level and the snaps are basically neck and neck. So they're going to be going side by side every week. And they're obviously every single week, they're going to be top plays. Um, it's probably going to be pretty rare that you ever see them outside the top 15 the rest of the way. Roquan Smith up at seven. Good week this last week. Um, he's not been a smash, smash play yet. I was got, I got a little antsy with him in a league. I'm not going to lie. It's a shallow IDP league. Only start three guys. So I got cute this last week and I dropped him. Uh, I said my, my linebackers, and I picked up Matt Milano just to shake it up. I still won that league, but I felt pretty dumb when Matt Milano didn't do crap and then Roquan was like top play of the week. So don't do that. Just keep Roquan. Leave him in your lineup. Probably the same scenario I should be describing to you for Chandler Jones. Just leave him in your lineup. Just tough it out. Um, Eric Kendricks having a great season so far. I think he has the most – he's the first or – he's the second – He's the first or second tackle leader in the league right now. So you love to see that for him. He's kind of been known as a guy that's a little bit lower on the tackle numbers, but good on the pass deflections, especially last season. That kind of helps boost his score a little bit. But this year he's being he's kind of having to, again, shoulder a lot of the load because they lost Anthony Barr and they lost uh, Daniel Hunter, who was a big tackle producer on that team the last couple of years. So Eric Hendricks is getting, getting some more work. Zach Cunningham, weekly top 10 play, Joe Schobert. Kind of a slow start to the season, not going to lie, but with Miles Jack out this next this week or potentially out this week. He did hurt his angle. I don't know. Yeah, he's a little bit lower in my rankings. I don't have him in the top 10 right now. Um, and he's going to stay lower even if he does play this week because of the injury. But uh, Joe Schober takes a little bump up because I think they're going to rely on him a little bit more. Jack Thompson, Micah Kaiser finishing out the top 12. Both have been solid options and have shown themselves to have really good upside uh, as a weekly play. So <clears throat> I'm going to go ahead and finish out the linebackers here for you. 13, I have Fred Warner. 14, I have Devondre Campbell. 16, 15, I have Jordan Hicks. 16, Nathan Gary. 17, Kaiser White. 18, Tremaine Edmonds. 19, Devin Bush. 20, Kenneth Murray. 21, Corey Littleton. 22, Patrick Queen. 23, Joe Thomas. And 24, J.M. Brown. And as I'm speaking to you right now, I'm moving Patrick Queen up to 20. Because even though the snaps aren't there, he's, I mean, he's being dynamic. So I'm going to give him a little, 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 little bump, a little nod, a little tip of the cap. Good for you, big guy. Um, so Fred Warner at 13, he's a, he's a linebacker too. I said that before the season started. He's a solid, he's one of the best linebacker twos you can have. So he's at 13 this week. Devondre Campbell's surprising a lot of people, playing a high number of snaps. He's top 12 in snaps right now in the league. I believe he's one point behind Jordan Hicks overall in production, but Top play this week, he and Jordan Hicks back-to-back against the Jets. Jets are going to be a dumpster fire as usual. Expect turnover opportunities there. And honestly, if Chandler Jones is going to have a bounce-back week, it's going to be this week. So he is ranked at 25 in my defensive line, just in case anybody's asking. Um, And in my linebackers, he's down like the 40s, I think, 46 I'm looking at. Back to it. Nathan Gary, uh, guy's playing a ton of snaps. Yeah, maybe he's giving up a lot of, you know, uh, catches in coverage, but I mean, that's just, that's just who he is. He's all they got right now. So he's not going to go anywhere. I don't think because you're white uh, leading the chargers in snaps last three weeks, played hundred percent leading the team in tackles right now. So he's ahead of, tra- he's ahead of Kenneth Murray at, the, at this moment. And you can play him as a DB on sleeper. So must play 
Tremaine Edmonds gets Tennessee this week, 18. I expect a good week from him. He's another one of those guys that I feel like was maybe anointed a little prematurely as the next linebacker one. He, not to say he can't still be that soon, but right now, I mean, he's just he's not really a linebacker one for your team. He's more of a linebacker two, which is awesome because the position's flat, blah, 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 blah. You know how that goes. Devin Bush, 18. He gets Philly. I just don't have a lot of confidence in Philadelphia to possess the ball over much, if that makes sense. Um, I don't think that I don't know if the tackle opportunities are going to be there for Devin Bush because they only do have the one running back, really, and Miles Sanders, and he's pretty elusive. But he is still going to be a top play for you anyway. So you're not going to want to move away from him. Oh, no, guys, my computer just died. Sorry, guys, I apologize. My laptop died. I didn't realize I've been on it for so long today or that I had it unplugged for so long today. All right, uh, Devin Bush. uh, Patrick Queen was at 20. Gets Cincinnati. He's been a playmaker. Kenneth Murray, another rookie at 21. Gets New Orleans. Corey Littleton, he's a low-end linebacker, too, right now. Uh, talk about a fall from grace. Sucks, but, we, you know, he is what he is. And then Joe Thomas at 23 and Jayon Brown at 24. Honestly, Jayon Brown is actually going up one spot right now. I play him ahead of Joe Thomas for sure um, just because he gets Buffalo. Buffalo is a pretty good matchup right now. They're pl- playing a lot of snaps. They're moving the ball pretty easily up and down the field. So. Let's uh, I'm going to read back my top 24 linebackers for you guys real quick. And I'll, I'll do that at the end, actually, for all of them. because I forgot to do it on defensive line. So let's jump into the defensive line players this week. Top 24, top 12 to start out. Landon Collins, Buda Baker, Jeremy Chin, Jordan Poyer, Antoine Winfield, Jesse Bates, Jonathan Abram, Terrell Edmonds, Harrison Smith, Josh Jones, John Johnson and Chuck Clark. Those are going to be the guys that I'm playing with the most confidence going into week five. Landon Collins, again, kind of a down week this last week. You play Landon Collins every week. Uh, It's not even a question, really. I mean, you just do it. Um, Buda Baker at number two. He should be back from the injury. I I'm I'm just firing up like nothing happened. Uh, Just he'll probably be he'll probably have his arm wrapped up in a, uh, a cast or something. He's not really an interception guy anyway. I don't even know if he has any in his career. I mean, he's a pass deflection and a tackle guy, mostly a tackle guy. So all he needs to do is wrap up for that. So it's all systems go. Gets the Giants. Jeremy Chin has really instilled himself as a top play every week because he's getting linebacker snaps. Jordan Poyer, we know what he is. Antoine Winfield, we know what he is. Walking big play. Jesse Bates, six. Baltimore, Jesse Bates is just a tackling machine, and he just never seems to get hurt, never seems to get off the field, and just always seems to have a ton of tackles. So, um Jonathan Abram at 26 or seven. I have him against Kansas City. Uh, honestly, from what I saw of Mahomes this last week, he's due to throw a couple interceptions. If we're going to talk about regressing to the mean, I think he threw three interceptions that they, New England just failed to catch the other night. Jonathan Abram's going to be hunting on Sunday. Um, if that's the nature of how he plays, assuming nothing goes awry with the uh, you know the COVID situation, I think this could be a good week for a pick for Jonathan Abrams. Terrell Edmonds at eight, Harrison Smith nine, Josh Jones at ten. These guys are all always weekly plays. Josh Jones, especially if he's on your waiver wire still in Dynasty or in Redraft, go get him. He's a top 10 play at defensive back pretty much weekly now. Um, Then John Johnson and Chuck Clark at 12, another two guys that should basically never be not in your lineup. So let's go ahead and finish out the last 12, and then I'll read them all back to you guys. Um, Logan Ryan at 13, Kari Willis at 14, Adrian Phillips 15. Justin Simmons at 16, Tyron Matthew at 17, Jamal Adams at 18. Now that's assuming he, like, this is kind of 
if he right now, that's the level of confidence I have him in my lineups. I don't necessarily know if he's playing or not. Um, then you have Justin Reed at 19. You have Malcolm Jenkins at 20. Mike Hilton at 21. Marcus May at 22. Von Bell at 23. And Nasir Adderley at 24. And just right outside the top 24, I have Taylor Rapp at 25. Honestly, I'm moving Taylor Rapp up right now. He's going to go up ahead of Taylor Rapp is getting moved up ahead of Justin Simmons. So he's now at 16. Um, I gave a little spiel on in my defense on the YouTube channel for Dynasty Nerds, but I'll give it here again. Taylor Rapp, the narrative that Taylor Rapp lost his job to Justin Fuller was just kind of silly. Um, Taylor Rapp was drafted in the second round, 61st overall last year. Uh, this year, Justin Fuller was drafted like 199th in the sixth round. Um, and Taylor Rapp got hurt early in the in the preseason or in the training camp. And that's he missed most of camp. He wasn't in game shape when the season started. So Justin Fuller, Jordan Fuller was playing for him. Now, somewhere along the lines, this narrative started that he had played his way into that job and that that was why Taylor Rapp wasn't on the field. And so people were dropping, legitimately dropping Taylor Rapp in dynasty leagues. I saw it happen in two different dynasty leagues where, I mean, it's 12 and 14 team leagues where we have start four defensive backs. So it's not a shallow league. I mean, a guy like Taylor Rapp getting dropped in a dynasty that big, it was wild. Um, so I'm the new owner of Taylor Rapp in two dynasty leagues, um, which I'm very excited about. But now that, you know, his snaps were at like nothing week one, barely played week two. <clears throat> then week three, Jordan Jordan Fuller got hurt and Taylor Rapp's out there basically playing all the snaps and producing. In the last week, same thing. He played 100% of snaps. He's basically back up to his old tricks. He's got 22 tackles, and he's only started like one game. So Taylor Rapp is a, is a top play. Like I said, I just moved him up on my rankings here live for you guys. <clears throat> As always, the rankings are on Dynasty Nerd or not on Dynasty Nerds, I'm sorry, on IDPArmy.com. Um, just to kind of keep this show a little bit shorter, I'm going to go ahead and read back off to you guys the top 12 or the top 24 at all three of the positions. Um, before I get on out of here for the day. And like I said, come back, you know, always check the rankings later in the week, uh, you know, as injuries come in, as COVID news breaks, uh, you know, as other players end up out or in, or, you know, as news comes in, basically, you know, Jabril Peppers will probably find his way up the list a little bit if I get a healthy report from him. And Jamal Adams might go up a little bit, you know, I mean, things will just change. So, but. For, anyway, so for the defensive line, we're going to go ahead and start there. Top 24 guys, T.J. Watt, Miles Garrett, Aaron Donald, Alden Smith, J.J. Watt, Joey Bosa, Shaq Barrett, Jason Pierre-Paul, Yannick Ngakwe, Joe, or Chris Jones, Josh Allen, Grady Jarrett, top 12, then Cam Jordan, Brian Burns, Sam Hubbard, Calais Campbell, Frank Clark, Cameron Hayward, Eric Armstead, Carlos Dunlap, Jonathan Allen, DeForest Buckner, Chase Winovich, and Kerry Hyder is going to round out the top 24 at defensive line. <clears throat> now we'll go linebackers for you guys. Top linebacker play of the week is Blake Martinez, followed by Jalen Smith, Bobby Wagner, Demario Davis, Devin White, Levante David, Roquan Smith, Eric Kendricks, Zach Cunningham, Joe Schobert, Shaq Thompson, and Mike Kaiser, top 12. And then rounding out top 24, we have Fred Warner, Devondre Campbell, Jordan Hicks, Nathan Gary, Kaiser White, Tremaine Edmonds, Devin Bush, Patrick Queen, Kenneth Murray, Corey Littleton, Jayon Brown, and Joe Thomas. Uh, just a little teaser on the outside of that. Again, go to idparmy.com. You guys will be able to see the full rankings. I got Jerome Baker and Josie Jewell right on the heels of Joe Thomas at 25 and 26. 
so we'll finish off finally with the defensive backs one more time. So this week's top 24 plays, top 12 plays start out. Landon Collins, Buda Baker, Jeremy Chin, Jordan Poyer, Antoine Woodfield Jr., Jesse Bates III, Jonathan Abram, Terrell Edmonds, Harrison Smith, Josh, jo Josh Jones, John Johnson, and then Chuck Clark. And then to finish out the top 24, we have Logan Ryan, Kari Willis, Adrian Phillips, Taylor Rapp, Justin Simmons, Tyron Matthew, Jamal Adams, tentatively at 19, Justin Reed, Malcolm Jenkins, Mike Hilton, Marcus May, and Vaughn Bell. That is going to finish up the ID or the Defense Matters episode for today, guys. Like I said, mostly IDP, all fantasy football coming at you every week with rankings. Now that I'm not with the IDP 411, I might do two shows a week. I might not. We'll just have to see. Guys, shoot me messages on, you know, uh, over on Discord. Join the uh, join Destination Devi. Go to Patreon forward slash allgas.com and go uh, sign up for the uh, Destination Devi channel or their the Patreon. Get a Patreon ship or whatever. And um, join the Discord channel. I'm in there talking a lot. Join the Fantasy Football Discord channel. Um, I try to interact with the guys there, help them with start sit decisions, dynasty questions, things like that. Sign up for Dynasty Nerds. Subscribe to the show wherever you're listening to podcasts, as always. And, yeah, thanks for uh, coming with me this week. Hopefully, you guys are able to pull off some wins. And, yeah, until next time, IDP Army, go kick some ass. Tell them who sent you. Let the rain hit the sand. Build a house on a rock, got a plan. Gotta get stocks, keep them bands. Hear the clock tick, blades on a fan. Used to be mundane on a Monday. Now you have fun day on a Sunday. Cause you're switching it up and you're living it up.